Hey, this is Chuck, and you are listening to Fans with Bands, the podcast where we talk to the fans and the bands they dig about life, music, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Today on Fans with Bands, we're talking to Blood Room Sigil. Check it out. There it goes. Oh, that's not creepy at all. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. I'm going to mute myself now. Okay. Hey, this is Chuck with Fans with Bands, and I'm talking to the dudes in Blood Rune, Sigil, Dusty, Dan, and Grant. How are you guys doing? What's going on? Doing great. How are you, Chuck? I'm doing great. It's uh, So thank you guys so much for reaching out, um, because I had seen your name on a couple of shows, uh, some other bands I've, I've been following, but I'd not really listened to your music. And so, you know, as soon as you guys reached out, I got uh, on Spotify uh checked checked out the transformations live jams and i was like hell yeah you know this is like um like for one there's like super heavy riffs um i love the you, you know the percussion and drums you guys are that that's killer and then um grant i i gotta applaud you for the bass work because it it you know i, I felt uh the cliff burton, burton vibe coming through on a few things especially with using the wah yeah um, he's a I, huge influence of mine for sure so cool so i love that um those big extended heavy jams i think that's cool i don't think there's enough bands that do that the only band i could think of is a band from lansing um called uh oh shit now i'm gonna blow it uh anvil crawler um anvil crawler anvil crawler those dudes to check them out yeah definitely yeah Yeah. Definitely heavy and so are you guys primarily instrumental is that we we have been uh, we have on the on our first album the uh, the Bloodburn Social EP there's uh, there's a few tracks that have lyrics uh, and and Dan we all take turns singing on them and stuff cool um, but there's a few of them but yeah mainly we're we're an instrumental jam uh, jam band I would say yeah um, but yeah no we 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 do both I, I say where there's like two sides to a coin kind of thing and that's how we kind of embraced it and the the first album the EP is really really written out really thought out really like. Uh, meticulously put together me and Dan were in some pretty intense tunnels uh, <laughs> both both writing and, and then and then mixing later um, but yeah so so that one is like that and the second one the uh, transmutation is the other side of that coin which is something I, I you know it's it's like a it's the duality to the band and that that's right. the, the real emotional we don't plan it you know a lot of those are one take uh improvisation jams I think one of the oh, two wow. that are not yeah, most of those we said literally nothing to each other, and we're like we're just getting started playing, you know, for the day, starting to work on our yeah. music. We want to like loosen up, and we always we like almost always start with just an open jam. And everything. <laughs> yeah, and it's great. It'll after practice, we'll like have completely forgotten what we did right to warm up, and then we'll listen to him be like, "Oh man, holy shit, this is really heavy!" Like, all right, well, like we yeah. could use this, right? And so now we have a song. Yeah, and some of them we thought were, you know, good enough that are, you know, so good even that we're like, this is a song, right? I don't even yeah. want to go back and try to recreate Well, we also this, play right? it, we, we started doing them live. It became part of our live yeah. show. It became part yeah. of the live show. So we, we would do, when you see us live, we do the, the thought out, the well written out stuff, and we do those live jams. Yeah. And, you know, once or twice, we've even did like a song that we had written out and played live for six months. We came out and oh, now we're doing like this weird doom disco version of it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> around like that just you know we we like to express ourselves and to us that's what music is that's what jamming is it's all about it's just being expressed yeah. and that's what the album's titled after you know transmutation it's just taking all that energy all those emotions you got yourself and letting it out in any way you can and a lot of those jams recorded in real moments of struggle both in our, in our personal lives and as a band and 
so it's they're they're unique and fun and yeah it pushed us as musicians certainly yeah so um one of the questions i had is like you know if somebody's brand new to the band uh like i was what, how would you describe your music i know you said doom um and jam band is is that the primary influences yeah. for you or is it i, I, I would say, guess it's all across the board yeah there's a little bit of everything in there but i would say like you know if you were to put a label on it i, I would call it like a psychedelic prog metal or something like that you know i came off mute just to say like i was waiting for that okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what i that's what we're, i would call it because we're it's... a psychedelic prog doom metal jam band <laughs> awesome yeah. awesome well i should take a minute um because fans with bands isn't just about me asking questions of of the guys in blood rune sigil but it's also about the fans and so we've uh i want to introduce we've got Brittany. Uh, we've got Jason, and looks like we've got Joel. So, how are you guys doing out there? How's it going, guys? I'm awkward. <laughs> I'm awkward. I didn't know this was going to happen today. But... Well, okay, well. Yeah, you got to be prepared. All my friends. Awesome. They're all ready. You got to be prepared. Joel is my bestie, Jason. Jason. Yeah. Dan knows about Jason. Yeah. Well, you got to be prepared on fans with bands because I, uh, I, I definitely reach out to the fans. Too. So, uh, <laughs> the questions. I met the band when I was reading tarot one night and then all of a sudden they tricked me into being a giant fan awesome. with their magical music. <laughs> awesome. So cool. So cool. That Jim Bay is pretty good too, Dusty. So don't under, you know, I'm over here always listening to that shit too. So. <laughs> Excellent. Dusty's got magic hands for sure. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, how, where was uh, Transmutations recorded? Did you guys record in your uh, so jam space? In there the was studio? one track on there um, that was an improvisational, improvisational jam that was recorded in studio while we were recording our EP. Um, and that one is uh, Facing Demons. And oh, that yeah, one was recorded at Latcha Coming At You Studios. And uh, Michael Latcha is a kick-ass musician and, and recording artist. Like, he's, he's, he's phenomenal. He's, he's, he's a great job. Great job for us. Great job. Uh, we're, we're actually hoping to link up with him again soon. We're going to be going in and uh, we got a new single we're working on. It's already finished. It's written. And a new live jam to go with it. So that, that'll be coming here next couple months. Nice. Is it the seventh seal? Is it, did I uh, the seventh like seal was one of the tracks on the, the EP. The EP? Okay, yeah. cool. Excellent. So um, uh, I was a little bit curious about, like, you know, obviously, how did you guys get together? How did the band Blood Rune Sigil come to be? I want to know, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, want, I want to start. You've been talking a little bit. All right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. go ahead. Um, so uh, the three of us specifically, uh, we met in a music project uh, several years ago, um, pretty much by random that I ended up um, playing with them, just, just right time, right place. Um, and, and when we were playing with that group. Um, Exantra. Yeah, it was called Exantra. Uh, all the music we were playing was the, you know, constructed, written out. Um, you know, everyone's playing exactly their part uh, for yeah. it. And, and, you know, we, we still play music like that. But just like this group, we would warm up with a jam and listening back to it, we'd be like, whoa, we should, what, what if we made this music, <laughs> right? Um, and we, we didn't really get the opportunity to do it. Um, and so then, you know, uh, Grant and I were in another band, Stage Drive, for a while. And then uh, we all bounced around from a couple of projects. 
um, finally got back together to jam and we're like, oh, that's right. That's right. We do this. Like we should just do this. Um, <laughs> it's just what it is now. Yeah. Tim, Tim was in a, had played with a, uh, another band called, uh, uh, the heck was the name of that band? Age of Hysteria yeah. at the time. He was, he was a guitar player. Uh, he was the bass player of that band. Uh, and we had played a show with them when we were in, uh, Exantra, And then later when we were in, uh, stage drive, um, so that's how we found out about him. And then we ended up linking up, he ended up being the guitar player for Bloodroom Sigil. Because the three of us have been playing together for what's like probably like five years or something like that now. It's a real oh, nice. nice. So nice. Um, yeah, like but we, multiple projects. We like having uh, like jam nights where we invite our friends over to just come and, you know, play whatever music is, you know, sounds fun to play. Yeah. Um, and come to find out there was another group of, of, of cool people doing that. Uh, and, and, and Tim was jamming with them. And so we started exchanging members on jam nights. <laughs> everyone was just in the same room. Uh, uh, so now, now we're all real good pals. Um, so that, that's, that's, that's how we, uh, ran into Tim. Cool. And, yeah. uh, I, I think we talked a little bit before we got started that, um, that Tim's like, uh, checking out some other opportunities. And so now you guys are, uh, making some changes to, kind of uh, fill in for guitar um, from multiple sources. Yeah, so we have, um, at least for temporarily, we have a new lineup uh, with a bunch of different musicians. Um, we're doing, like we just uh, announced a minute ago, the Fever Dreams single and a live jam. And uh, at least uh, we have a show at the beginning of February. We're not ready to announce all of that quite yet. It'll be okay. coming probably early next week. Nice. Um, but uh, I am going to announce the, the the musician stepping in, which we're really excited about. We've jammed with... Uh, a few of them already a couple times. Uh, one of them is, is one of our other roommates. <laughs> so uh, uh, we'll start with him. Uh, Daniel Decker uh, from A Day of All the right. State. I know Dan. Coming in on, <laughs> on guitar. Um, and uh, just wanted to uh, say Day at the Station is a great, great uh, local punk band. They're, they're pretty phenomenal. Yeah, they and, are. Uh, keep your ears to the ground on them. They got a new album coming out and a uh, music video is pretty awesome. So pretty excited about that too. Uh, separately, we got... Alexander Harvey, aka Alexander Belong, uh, coming in on keys, uh, and he is a brilliant musician as well. We're very excited about that. I got to jam with him a couple times too. Uh, and then from Forge the Sun, uh, Tristan Rusano uh, is another guitar player coming in, and Ali Rose uh, coming in on vocals for a couple tracks. Wow, so cool! Very, very excited about that. And uh, yeah, keep. We'll, we'll be announcing more about this in the show and things like that next week. So very cool. So you're going to um, then kind of do like, uh, I'm, I'm assuming maybe stage releases, like a, a couple singles here and there, as opposed to like what, putting that all together into an album or? or how well, we got two things. We got this uh, first of the priority is, yeah, we're going to do this single with uh, with the live jam. So it'll be like a double release. And then uh, we, we've been working on a third album for a while. We have a lot of the tracks already mapped out. So that'll, that'll probably come throughout the throughout the spring and summer and get that put together. And that's going to feature guest artists of all kinds and, we're working on that and figuring out who's best for what songs and stuff. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So, so you guys have mentioned that, you know, you pretty much, uh, or at least is, this is my interpretation. You, you kind of get together, come up with some riffs, uh, start jamming and songs form. Um, do you ever, uh, have it where one of you have come up with a completed idea and, and yeah, run yeah, with it with the group yeah, yeah. or yeah? both, uh, okay. fever dreams. In fact, uh, well, we do both. Yeah, we do both. Uh, even thus far, it's been jams and we've, you know, I'll come up with a riff or Dan will have an idea and we'll run with it and go back and forth. 
Uh, but Fever Dreams, for, for instance, is a complete, it was completely finished. Dan had finished it. It's on YouTube right now. You can check it out. It's uh, like he did it all himself and made a personalized video like two years ago. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, there was a funny story about it too. You know, I was, I was engaged, engaged and going through some, some things in a, you know, a toxic relationship. And it, he wrote it about, about the, the bullshit from his perspective. <laughs> so uh, it's better than that i wrote it from his perspective yeah yeah how i was doing it right right uh, so, uh, we were jamming together and stuff at the time and it, it's really funny he tried to show it to me then and i was so in the whirlwind of whatever i was dealing with i didn't even take it you know, take it in and right. later when i had recovered from that i'm like dude this is really cool man what the fuck? you know <laughs> So we've been we've been doing that and uh you know decker's been jamming on it with us uh in the past two weeks and we gotta we can get some recordings of that and playing with it and and we're mapping it out so that'll be one of the things that's definitely going to be we'll be hearing it soon live and and we're going to be coming out with it on spotify and stuff so awesome awesome very cool so um like i mentioned it's not just about me asking questions does anybody any of the fans have questions Brittany, jason joel and no worries if you don't because i can keep going just want to open it up. I have a question. Yeah, go hey, for it. Hey, that's me. Okay. Awesome. awesome. Hey, Joe. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, I'm going to try not to sound narcissistic by saying this. As a person who finds that they have talent but can't figure out which direction to put it, what was this? What was the driving point that you guys said? You know what? This, this is it. This is fucking it. Was it the music itself? Was it the chemistry between you guys? Or was it like you just heard something else that made you go, we all like this sound. We all need this sound. Uh, I got a good answer to that one, yeah. at least my own per yeah. personal take. Um, like the three of us, we were jamming together on Blood Rune material looking for, you know, someone to fill in guitar or vocals or, you know, some other uh, melodic parts. Um, and, you know, when the, the first day we got Tim to come in, uh, he started playing something really, really happy. And I remember I was just like, I don't know, dude, that just sounds, it's too happy. Can we do something meaner? And he <laughs> like, didn't think about it at all. And he just immediately started instant, playing the instant. entire song, Mausoleum of Doom, yep. just, just yeah. with no, no other input. Um, and I remember when we were playing that, I heard the, the Doom pocket, right? I could hear the huge tones and how heavy it was. And I was like, I get to I get to do a role that I really like doing in that type of scene. That sounds like a cool um, song too. Yeah, and kind of yeah. help map the, the, that's when we kind of knew we were going to run with this exact idea. Yeah, that that day I was like, okay, um, I really hope that that this guy will come back. But even if he doesn't come back, we're doing the Doom thing. <laughs> awesome. Oh, that's excellent. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brittany or Jason, you guys got a question? Um what is the most influence influential song from all of your albums for each of you and why thanks guys or thank you sir i don't actually uh, know your name. what's your name who me chuck yeah you chuck. Chuck. Nice to yeah. <laughs> okay i'm gonna go first uh because my answer is i don't know i just i just want to say it. um my my probably my favorite song that we've made is like arguably a song uh it's it's called the shattered veil and it's kind of like a noise track um tool the band is a big inspiration to us and they have a bunch of tracks on their albums that are like they're not songs right you listen to them and you're like i don't really know what what's happening um <laughs> and at the same time i also really like pink floyd and they would do kind of similar things where they would have these really atmospheric synth parts that are like and you can't really tell where the song starts 
right? That that type of thing. Um, and so I uh, I've, I've been real excited to try to make one of those. Um, and so so we put one of those on the album, and uh, you know we we spent hours and hours tunneling on on everything. There, there's a yes. like there's there's like 200 different tracks on that one that are all layered on top of each other. Um, and it's it's my favorite one to listen to. I it's think also just pretty, because it's it's really unique. Yeah, it's put in a cool place. It's the second track on the album, and it the first three tracks on that album, the EP, they, they're actually meant to be listened to together. Uh, and if you listen to them back to back, you, you you'll you'll see what I mean. I recommend anyone who, who listens to this and hears that, you know, you know, go go and check that out. <laughs> it's it's awesome. really worth it. One of my favorites, yeah, I would say that. Right, sure. your turn. Um, so you know, until recently, I would have said a different thing, but uh, <laughs> seriously, for a long time, it was the one song. But uh, "Straight to the Depths" has, has been my favorite for a very long time. You know, but uh, no, uh, recently we've been, you know, been working on this new song for for a few months now, and it's got it's something new, and it's a whole new new way we uh, of writing for us. It's it's done more in a classical way. It's got three movements. Uh, it's called Mad Alchemy. Uh, we'll be playing it live at the next show as well. So you may have heard ver versions of it live if you've seen us, uh, but I'm very excited for that one. It, it, it's very, very cool. Yeah, and it, it's, it's got a lot of soul in it for me personally. So I'd say that's probably, that's probably mine for now. Cool. Uh, Dusty, how about you? Oh, personally, I would have to say uh, Facing Your Demons. Uh, yes. Partially due to the fact of my ruin itself means balance and self-mastery through vulnerability. So facing your demons speaks to those particular things. I've had to deal with that yeah. many times in my life. I think most people have, but it's a good thing to remind yourself of how to sustain it. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Dusty's trying to say he ripped on a drum kit. I think Michael Latcha had a field day with that, you know, getting as a recording get recorded that getting to set all that up and get two full drum kits set down there with us and all our crazy ass expressive tones and <laughs> he's down there trying to figure out how to record it as well are you guys still looking for a singer uh well right now like long term yes yeah definitely but right now for the immediate future at least for the next month and a half or so we're working with Allie. we got a song like we're writing for on and she's gonna be performing with us for that show um but beyond that, yeah, I mean, long term, we're, we are still looking for a singer and we're open, uh, to be honest with you, we're open to working with musicians in general, as we said, like, um, you know, we're, we like to work with different musicians and uh, we'd like to even bring them in the studio and, and work on a song with them or, uh, you know, bring them on for a show, work on a whole show with them. Uh, you know, we're about it. Uh, we also do jam nights. We're big about that. We have jam nights here at our house. We host often uh, and we bring, try to get musicians from all over to come out and jam and have a good time. Yeah, that's awesome. And try you know, we're, we, we talk all the time about how cool it'd be to have like, you know, fucking horns and or, or you know, a violin yeah. or different things to do this. It's awesome. You know? Yeah, the, the way I see it is that like we're, we're the rhythm section. Right. And we're real happy writing these like real complicated foundations that are cool and, you know, uh, things that we really like playing. Um, and the, the, the way to present that I think is best is just to get whoever's the most expressive, most interested, the best musicians that want to put their lead and their, you know, their, their contributions on top of it, um, the, the better, the better, right? Yeah, so um, when we kind of change our approach to looking for musicians like that, immediately Alexander came to mind on keys um, and, and 
Uh, like immediate he hit one note and we're all like oh this is very excited to keep working with him he's got a really really cool tone package that um next to grants there's there's a lot there's like it's really fun yeah definitely awesome, awesome. Yeah, the, the, the lineup we have right now for this next show is incredible really really absolutely talented musicians i, I can't speak highly enough about any of them um, very cool very very excited yeah, that sounds awesome. The uh, the jam nights got me thinking. I'm just gonna bring my guitar over. Fucking oh man, well, hey, man. <laughs> that sounds fun. So, um, who uh, was there a particular person uh, in your life, or a musician, or a band that um, kind of was influential in one in you wanting to be one play an instrument and two be in a band? Oh yeah, we all have different ones for sure. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, when I was in high school, I started playing marching drums and I was like, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but I, I really like this. <laughs> right. And I, I, I played quads for, for a long time, really loved it. Um, then went to college and ended up not, um, not having too many opportunities to play. Um, and so it's like, you know, I got to pass my classes or whatever, I had other things to worry about. Um, after college, one of my friends, uh, I was like, hey, man, come play drum kit for me. Come, come play in my band. I need a drummer. And I was like, dude, I don't play drum kit, right? Yeah. I play marching quads. It's a specific thing. And he's like, you could do it. Just come jam. Just come do it, right? So he got me over there, and he had, like, one of the best guitar players I had ever seen, this guy who's he's in modern-day Eddie Van Halen, right? Um, and I was like, okay, I'll play with that guy, right? That, <laughs> that, that sounds like fun, right? Uh, yeah. And then I discovered, uh, I discovered Led Zeppelin, ironically, <laughs> uh in my 20s and i i like saw john bonham playing drums and i was like uh okay okay stop literally everything in my entire life until i can do that right like that's uh i don't i don't understand it but i will right um so i i i tunneled real hard on led zeppelin uh when i was starting um to to figure out like how i how to play right um but yeah. once once we started writing music uh, i started working more with grant um, I started getting inspired by a couple more, like more compositional things like, uh, like yes and tool. Uh, I really like King Crimson. I like complicated music like that. Um, and so when, when I'm writing, I, I like to go into complicated places and tonally wise, I like big booming, angry music. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, that's, that's, that's where I wound up with it. Cool. Uh, who wants to go next? Dusty? Yeah, I got you. Um, I was raised around music since I was, you know, before I could walk, essentially. My mother was a hippie and uh, always around musicians. Nice. And a lot of different bands growing up. And I just happened to run into hand drums at a very young age. Um, and I, essentially, it's just been my natural fort. It's, it's one thing I just have a knack for. I, I love doing it. And it's it's natural to me. So yeah. He's a madman. I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> Anything else but pursue the ability to do so, you know? That's I've awesome. been studying drums specifically for a long time, and I could not hope to teach someone to do what he does. I, I don't even know how he does it. But, um. That's awesome. Awesome. I had a lot of um, different uh, mentors. I had been around musicians, got to play. Eight years old, I was a professional. Um, Holy crap. I played a lot of bands, got a lot of gigs. It was a niche thing because I was a kid. Yeah. Um, and I... Had a lot of time in practice, a lot of different. I had a rest for priest as a mentor for about seven years of my life. Uh, that was uh, <laughs> a whole 
aspect. Um, I'm from California originally, so there's a lot more di- like available and diverse. I would tell, you know, uh, fun times though. And, uh, <laughs> just the way I'm at, I guys, we naturally vibe together, and I'm all about feel. So it's easy to play with these guys. Cool. So for every actual talented musician we've come across, uh, we've had a lot, a lot of wonderful talent that I, I vibe in and challenged by. It's nice. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Grant, how about you? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I've been obsessed with music. I mean, obsessed pretty much my whole life. Uh, but uh, I say I fell in love with, with performing music uh, out of trauma. You know, personal trauma drove me to picking up a, a, a guitar, you know, picking up the bass. And uh, yeah, my, my two big, well, my say, I'll say my three biggest influences are uh, obviously, as you mentioned earlier, Cliff, Cliff Burton is real big uh, influence on me, uh, as is uh, um, Geezer Butler from Black Sabbath and uh, Justin Chancellor from Tool. There's a few tricks that he does that no one else does that I learned and really, really like I get, I buy with, I just connect with instantly. So I, I kind of, I, I pull from, from them a lot, you know, I, from all three of them, it, it helps define a lot of it. And, but to me, I, I play from emotion, right? I play a lot of the riffs. Like I, I, if I'm at work, I'm walking and I, you know, I'm writing riffs in my head, you know, we wrote one of the riffs I have is literally <laughs> one of the riffs from Mad Alchemy, the riff itself is, is literally the rhythm of my bullshit march through work palette <laughs> thing behind me. Like, it is, like literally, uh, it's the rhythm to it. So I don't know, like, I can't stop writing. It's, that's kind of my thing. I can't, I don't like, it started, I started, didn't even have to play an instrument and I with, with a mouse and keyboard making electronic music on like furry loops and shit. And, you know, that wasn't very gratifying for me in my brain. So like, it, it just naturally evolved. You know, I got, eventually got a, you know, a bass in my hand that just went from there, you know? Very cool. That's awesome. Uh, let's see, uh, Brittany, Jason, we have Cody now as well, or Joel, do you guys got any questions for the guys in Blue Rune? Oh, Cody's on, cool. Uh, Alexander's about to pop on, I think. Oh, too. no. But Alexander's at work, guys, so you can't ask him a ton of questions. He's just, <laughs> <laughs> um, he's, he's axe throwing right now. <laughs> Excellent. That's a hell of a job. Yeah. <laughs> I got an off the wall question. Oh. What's that? I got an off the wall question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. All right. What fictional band would you guys love to play with? Fictional? Death, Death Clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like yeah. how you answered the correct answer right away. As you were. Yeah, we like to have the over-the-top over ideas like, uh, like Death Clock had their stage land, you know, Falling out of a airplane <laughs> yeah. land and you know crushes three hundred people, but they keep ripping and no one right. cares. Um, I think uh, Jason was asking uh, where you can get merch. Do you guys have merch? Uh, we do have merch. We got behind Dan. There's a shirt hanging there, actually. Uh, yeah, we got some merch. We got more. We're ordering soon. Um, right now, uh, you can message us uh, through our band, through our page. We'll hook you up, or uh, come to our next show, which will be announced next week, <laughs> and we'll have it there too. Uh, but yeah, if you if you if anybody wants some merch, if you're uh, who who asked? That was me, Jason. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. If you want a shirt, you can message any one of us or the band itself on Facebook or Instagram, and, and we'll hook you up. Yep, no problem. Very cool. Awesome. So uh, I, I like to ask this question just because I'm always interested. Uh, what was the very first album 
um, and it could be, you know, it could be a cassette, could be download, whatever, um, that you um, bought with your own money. Or if you downloaded it for free off of Napster, then the first like one the ripped off. That's like, that's, <laughs> that's like, yeah, you had to go earn it. And like right, spend. right. So uh, let's start with you, Grant. What was the first one? Yeah. I actually, the first one I, I, I saved up money and went and got was uh, Tool Lateralis. Was the first, nice. was the first one I saved up my own money and went and bought. I um, wish they would release that on vinyl. That would be so dope. <laughs> yeah, that would be incredible. That that uh, that album is is my favorite album of all time. That, yeah, dude. I I'm I'm with. I mean, I don't know if I'd call all time because I'm a huge um band uh, fan of the band Forbidden. Um, okay. But uh, to that Lateralis album when that came out, I was like, oh my god, the hell is going on here? Everything's yeah, <laughs> it's, it's incredible. Yeah. I actually got into Tool backwards. So the, the album had been out for a while. Um, I discovered the 10,000 Days album in my dad's truck and to come oh. get from work one day. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> right, mesmerized the whole packaging and everything. And yeah, 16 or some shit, 15. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, uh, I remember like about a year later or so, I was working a year and a half later. And it was one of the first albums I went out and bought with my own money. Yeah. It wasn't well, something new. It had been out for a while, you know? Yeah, uh, when I heard Tool, so um, I'll give up my age a little bit. I, I saw them on the second stage at Lollapalooza in Milan. In Milan, they were um, nobody knew who they were really. And it was oh, you know um, that was you know when um, Sober was just starting to become popular, and I we heard we're just we're in the parking lot waiting for bands to come on, and we hear this you know, this awesome music coming from the side stage. Like, Who the, what the fuck is that? And go over and those dudes, it's literally a hundred degrees out there. Um, there's people. And so like at that time, Maynard had a big Mohawk. Um, there's people like, you know, a crowd surfing in, and it's, they're playing in the dirt, you know, it's like this like side stage and there's a, like a dirt thing. Um, huge dust cloud of like everybody moshing and everything, you know, <laughs> and <laughs> it was just so fucking crazy, you know? And we were like, and we found out the band's called Tool. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I got to get this. And so since from that point in time, like every time, like go get their music, you know, and go check them out. And so, yeah, love Tool. Yeah, I actually just seen them finally for the first time. I'm such a huge fan. It's wild. I, I finally just saw them. But yeah, I, I seen them for the first time on the uh, Fear Inoculum tour. Yeah. It's pretty, Did you go, pretty fucking wild. This most recent one or like a yeah. year or so ago? Uh, just before COVID. Oh, yeah. cool. Awesome. Yeah. When, they, when they first launched the album or whatever. They're yep. doing the five-minute gong solo. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. awesome. Uh, so, uh, Dan, how about you? What was your first album? Um, it's hard for me to to know exactly. I'm pretty sure it was. I think the album is called "The Question" by Emery. Um, when I was growing up, I was only allowed to listen to Christian music. And so there were like a couple really heavy bands that like, you know, still were technically got through. Yeah. Um, and, and Emery was, was uh, by far my favorite of the ones that I found. It was, I was like, the, it was really heavy, right? There's like real aggressive vocals in it. Um, the drums are super fast and loud. I was like, what is this? And I was like, <laughs> okay. I like, so we, we got these like mixtapes that we'd get from, uh, from church that my pastor would make. And they'd have like, you know, a couple songs from each band on it. There'd always be one Emory track on it. And I was, I was always be like, okay, I got to get the real one, right? I got to get the real one. Like <laughs> most of these are bullshit, but clearly this band gets in, right? Yeah. Um, awesome. 
That's fantastic. And Dusty, how about you? I really have a hard time remembering which one it was because it was either Frank Zappa's Joe's Garage or it was Slayer. Same <laughs> 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 you know. <laughs> awesome. Zappa the Slayer. Yes. <laughs> oh, that fantastic. seems suiting. Yeah. <laughs> To be fair, we listen to right? So, so Brittany, what was your first album? Oh man, what do you mean? Just in general, which album did I like? Uh, first, first one you ever bought with your own money? Uh, Asking Alexandria. Oh, very nice, very nice. Uh, Yeah, because of not your American average. I don't know why. I was such a little. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. had like their actual album, their iTunes album, their yeah. their just like ringtone back in the day too. Oh yeah, yeah. hardcore fan out here. Awesome. Definitely awesome. was on a uh, family trip once, and uh, they thought I was totally depressed because I only listened to that song <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> like, should we be worried? Oh, what is right. <laughs> Because of my music. <laughs> uh, Jason, how about you? That's uh, a little embarrassing, but it was actually Hot Shot by Shaggy. Nice. Uh, that was- <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Uh, Joel, how about you? Um, my first, actually, I was blessed. My grandfather made me uh, do, well, he didn't make me, he had me do some chores so I could make some money besides working for my, the rest of my family. So yep. he gave me some money and took me to a record store. I He let me walk out of there with three albums actually paying for the re- uh, like more i was lincoln park hybrid theory hell yeah uh, nice. justin timberlake justified nice <laughs> <laughs> and uh n-e-r-d in search of like i had grabbed all three of those at the same time and i just remember like being super happy that i just all three of them just in rotation that's fantastic <laughs> oh, yeah. cool man that's awesome and uh cody how about you you there cody you're muted cody Cody is at work as well. Oh, that's um, right. He's he's at. Is, is Cody an axe thrower? So did Danny. Uh, no, it, uh, Alexander is an axe thrower as well. So I, Alex has not. Alexander, he's not like calling Alex. Um, has not popped on yet. Right. First of being self-employed, I can work and talk. <laughs> here, same here. Awesome. So another uh, another first that I like to ask is, uh, what was the first uh, concert you went to? Uh, so let's start with Dusty this time. Oh, God. Well, I mean, it's a kind of a story, but uh, Grateful Dead. Oh, Grateful the Grateful Dead, Dead really? Dead wow. Concert. It was when Jerry Garcia was still alive, but oh. that was during the transition of like being, you know, being a deadhead and followed <laughs> them up until Jerry died when I was eight. <laughs> wow. Crazy. That's awesome. <laughs> Dan, how about you? I'm trying to remember because I didn't. Um, I didn't make it to any big shows until uh, a little later in life. And I think I want to say the first one was Dead Mouse. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, which is a great show, right? Um, I think the first rock band I saw in person was Arctic Monkeys. Because um, I had obsessed about them for a couple of years and they finally came to town. I was like, okay, I don't care. I'm going to see them. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. Another great band. Uh, I think it was the same summer at the State Fair, back-to-back weekends with my mom. I seen Alice Cooper one weekend and ZZ Top the next. Awesome. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, Detroit State Fair uh, Fairgrounds, man. They used to have awesome free shows back in the day. I don't know if they still do that or not, but that was yeah. Cooper I not anymore, but it, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Cooper used to do it every year, man. Yeah, I I did see. Uh, I think, well, for sure, um, Alice Cooper, but uh, didn't Jane's Addiction play there? Was, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did they had all kinds of big acts come through with this? I'm saying they used to be free too. Like, yeah. I don't think, I saw ZZ. I was like three rows from the front when I seen ZZ Top too. It was oh, free. It was like right man. there. Was like, Holy shit! Yeah, for some reason I never saw those guys until like, um, you, like uh, 2010. That's when they I finally kick saw ass, them. Man, they're incredible. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what. I skipped my senior prom to go see. You know, I don't give her. You ever hear a uh, Rock on the Range used to happen in Columbus? Oh yeah, yeah. I went to it many very, times. The very first one, I skipped my senior prom with some buddies down there uh, and, and did that. And they were the headliners. <laughs> oh, <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I missed that year, but I did see, well, so uh, hopefully this won't, um, well, I don't give a fuck. Uh, I can't stand Kid Rock. Um, <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> I, I'm not insane. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't fucking stand that guy. And he was, op- he was the headliner at Rock on the Range. Okay. And we, I went with some friends, you know, and they are like, oh, I can't wait to see Kid Rock. I'm like, fuck this. So I, I went down in front. I, I just stood there with my fucking finger up for a song. And then I went and walked away. I'm like, fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> uh, but I got to see Seven Dust there, which was fun. And uh, a few other bands, I'm trying to remember who it was. But anyway. Yeah. It was a pretty weird lineup when I saw when I went the first year. It was really cool. I got seen Velvet Revolver. They were great. Oh, awesome. Uh, I seen uh there are a few bands that were really like they, they were just strange thrown in there. Like Evanescence was in there for some reason. <laughs> like they it was the headliners was like Evanescence, Velvet Revolver, and then CC Top. It was <laughs> one of the strangest festival lineups I've ever I've ever really seen. Yeah. It was it was cool though. Awesome. Uh so uh Joel, what was the first concert you went to? Um, uh, as a kid, I want to <laughs> yeah. say, I believe it was either Nancy Wilson. Like, I believe my parents yeah. took me to like the jazz festival downtown nice. and, yeah. you know, like it was like, I think Earth, Wind and Fire was there and Nancy Wilson, but as a, like an adult paying for my own money, Maroon yeah. 5. I went oh, to the right. Awesome. Detroit Symphony Orchestra Building. I saw Maroon 5, uh, I believe Smash the Punk is open for them. <laughs> really? Damn. Damn. That's crazy. That's, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Jason, how about you? So, like, same thing. Like, as a kid, it was actually BB King in uh, 2005. But the ah. first adult one was, like, uh, Alice in Chains, uh, Five Finger Death Punch at Carolina Rebellion in 2015. Nice. I was living down in North Carolina, so that was a great show. There was, like, 50 artists there that weekend. Excellent. Yeah, love uh, Alice in Chains. Uh, Ooh, Cody had a question. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, Cody's in here. Yeah, here, there he is. He's texting. Yeah. He's, uh, so he says, I have a bit of an unusual question. How do you guys go about writing new, uh, vetting new artists to work with? Is there a process or, uh, or do you feel it out? Process. Yeah, you got to come and come and jam, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're open to come and jam with anybody. Any, I'm open to jam with literally anybody, right? That's not, that's a non-committal thing. You want to come and jam and get expressive. I'm down to do that. From there, it's like, okay, well, how well do we meld? Uh, how 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 available are you how professional are you how well like, do you know your instrument yeah right? like there there is like there are there are some things it's like all right we're You're doing time signature shifts we're doing some awkward modal choices um and you got to be able to keep up right so for wh- whatever that line is uh that's there too yeah we figure all that out by jamming i'm open to jam with anybody like 
Yeah. Jam nights are fun too. Like I was there for one and I feel like it was pretty inclusive. Everybody felt like they could kind of just move all over. You guys kind of let everybody. Oh yeah. We'll go out of our way to, to, yeah, we'll go out of our way to step off our instruments and hand off to people and still want to make sure everyone gets to play for sure. Yeah. It was very nice watching it. It's cool. You get the little amalgamations of the local scene playing together. Like, all right, well, we got the bass player from this band, we got the drummer from this band, we got the guitar player from this band, the singer from this band. None of them, like I, to my knowledge, have played together before, but they're here making up something new and it sounds awesome, right? (laughs) Forgive me, you guys. Who is that gentleman that plays sometimes with you guys for like fun and jams? He he, um, has long, dark hair and um i hope you're talking about dave swick because i love him i hope you're talking about yeah. decker because he's <laughs> no, I, know I know decker okay i know decker. okay yeah all right for um sure. but like no i think dan has the right person because he's like kind of small he's like, he's like a smaller yeah i'm sure you're talking about dave swick yeah. okay yeah okay. Probably... okay yeah so yeah. it was interesting to see him jump all over the place yeah. he was like all over the place doing stuff though it yeah. was insane yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's incredibly yeah, talented. He's he can play any position. <laughs> Check out Dave Swift, <laughs> uh, Oakmont County, and uh, what's the one he's doing with uh, Mike Blanchard? Sonic, uh, Sonic Sludge or something? Uh, shit, man. I'm sorry, guys. We're gonna figure this out. Uh, <laughs> somebody pull it up. Yeah, Michael well, Latcha, Michael Latcha, the guy who uh, recorded our EP, is actually in another project with with Dave Swick. They just had a show too. Sonic Smut? Is that it? I don't know. Hold up. I'm gonna look at it. It's Sonic. <laughs> we're gonna find out right now. All right, cool. Awesome. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. gonna make sure you plug them properly. Sonic Smut. There we go. Yep. Nice. Uh, real cool. Um, yeah, it's always cool to be able to check out you know other stuff. You know, like when yeah. you guys reached out, like holy shit, who is this band? And then boom, and then you know via you guys like finding more music. That's a, that, that's what it's all about, really. You know, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I wanted to say too, uh, the other two musicians working with us, uh, Tristan Rosano and Ali Rose from Forge of the Sun, their band is, is, is killer as well. And uh, they got um, they got a new music video and single coming out on, uh, it was a New Year's Day, New Year's Eve. Uh, nice. The single is dropping January 1st. They've got a new single coming out. Okay. Um, called What in God's Flat Earth. <laughs> and nice. Then, uh, they have a show at the Diesel Lounge on uh, the 23rd. Yes. And then New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve, they're playing uh, New Dodge Lounge, Dan's drumming for them. Yeah, I'm uh, playing on drums. And Andrew's playing that show too. And who else? On Eve? New Year's yeah. Eve, yeah, New Dodge. Uh, oh, Andrick, okay. uh, Forge the Sun, Dan's filling in, drumming on with them. Uh, I can check out the lineup. I'm happy to plug uh, Andrick a little bit if you have if you haven't had a chance to check yeah, them check out them as well. Out. Dude, so dude, I, love, I love those guys. Yeah, they're can. awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now I've had the, I've, uh, you know, I've, I've met Paul. I actually met him because uh, I was talking to uh, uh, this band called Kuthu. Um, and he got on and then he said he was, you know, uh, had this band. And he sent me the music and I was like, holy shit, dude. And uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I, I saw them open for yeah. Anvil. I saw him. Yeah. Play oh yeah i was there show. Yeah. yeah 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 they kicked yeah. ass it was so they good. really do they that. always do yeah. yeah that music is just powerful yeah 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 i just saw them with uh at the token with um imminent sonic destruction so oh hell yeah awesome. okay cool yeah yeah it's fantastic um so if you guys could have like a beverage of your choice with somebody alive or dead and just you know talk to them um who would that be and and what would you like to talk to them about uh, who wants to go first? 
I know who's going to pick. I know. I know. I know. Who, based on the rants I've heard in the past I can think of five years. I can think of somebody. That's right, a tough You're on the spot. <laughs> if you asked me today and I didn't have a lot of time to think about it, um, I immediately, my immediate thought is Beethoven. Uh, oh, really? yeah. I, I really like that guy's music and metal just didn't exist yet. I'm, I'm sure if I went get back, got a chance to talk to him to be able to bounce my ideas back That's and forth. Good answer. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he'd be like, Oh wait, why are you doing it like this? And I'll be like, Oh shit, you're right. And then metal will just be better for forever. Right. Um, awesome. Uh, Dusty, how about you? Uh, personally, um, I don't know if he's coming to our season, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, Terry Bozio, personally, I'd like to get nice. my, wrap my mind around what was like working to the constraints that, for example, would put on people and also like, see his vision and understand like how we get some lessons in with him, at least to talk theory or, or how it works. Yeah. Just yeah. to honestly be around the guy would be fun because one of my main idols. <laughs> yeah. And it's and he didn't he play in missing persons too am i thinking of the right yeah. guy i really only followed him for being in the mother invention of mother inventions yeah. was like baby snakes and watch that whole whole thing a lot from when i was a kid on <laughs> yeah poor memory you know awesome. it's like my for that reason i saw him just that extreme drum set and scene at the same time and the theatrical uh ability to pull all that off i was like Bravo, yeah. so <laughs> it's either him or it's uh, Danny Carey. Uh, yeah, that's just like really trying to get into mind the functions and hear some of his polyrhythm work. It's like that dude. I feel that yeah. it's just fucking incredible. Yeah, I, I feel yeah, like I of his ability. <laughs> yeah, that dude. Yeah, he's fantastic, and I, I think I would be afraid to talk to him because I would just like, <laughs> <laughs> the fuck am I gonna say to this guy? You know, yeah. I got shit to say to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hilarious. Grant, how about you? Yeah. So for me, it's like it's a hard. It's hard because there's two different. I have two different things. Like for tone, I would want to talk to Cliff Burton. I have a lot of questions. You know, yeah. that, that, but often people ask the right question. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, I got. I'd like to ask him about some tone things, and then, uh, but separately, believe it or not, I, I'd actually like to sit and have a conversation with Bob Marley about emotion and music oh uh, yeah i really wish I, I could do that it'd be really that'd be really awesome yeah oh yeah so um i know you mentioned you've you've got the the single coming out you got a show coming up uh any other plans that you guys want to share with folks um yeah i know i mentioned uh let me see you mentioned that working on the third album we mentioned the fever dreams uh single that we're going into studio for uh we mentioned the new year's eve show forge the sun uh dan's filling in for i think here um yeah the next check just uh the next two weeks we're gonna be making a ton of announcements because we cool. have several shows we just booked um we're filling in some slots um on, on one of them uh so also if you're looking to to jam with us we're booking we're, we're booking non-stop right now so right. if you're a band out there and you want to not necessarily play with us in our project but want to join us on stage uh hit us right. up shoot, uh, shoot us a message on facebook or instagram uh we'll get back to you right away and as an addition to that if you also want to jam with us actually playing music, right, uh, let us know, right? Well, we'll let you know next time we got a jam night and have you out. Uh, 
Yeah. Or yeah. Even if you're interested in just one, whatever, just hit us up, man. We're, we're about, we're about linking up. We're about talking music. We're about jamming. We're about playing. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Other than that, check out, uh, check out the, the blood Rune sigil EP. Um, if you want to hear our, the one side of our coin where it's very thought out and meticulous and we're in this tunnel and we're mapping these things out and, times and, uh, times and then and check out transmutation. Uh, we just released on Thanksgiving. Uh, they're all live jams. Uh, all, but one of them is an improv jam. The one that is not is called uh, Borrowed Time. And, and it has it is three improv nightmare. drum solos in it. So it's, it's, it's like, uh, yeah. Uh, like believe it or not, that was mapped out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was listening to that song the other day and I was just cracking up that, that we had we had written that. that we had the audacity to be like, you know what? What if there's like three drum solos in this one? Yeah, it'll be the drum song. That makes sense, right? We need a drum song, right? It's, it's so intense. It's so chaotic. It's like a stampede. <laughs> One of those um, ones we, <laughs> it, yeah, I don't know. It, it was fun, man. It was a lot of fun. That's um, cool. I will say, yeah, I want to plug. I want to plug that that new one as much as possible because of how cool I, I personally think it is, and find it a transmutation album available everywhere. Go check it out. Listen to it. Uh, you know, it's on YouTube even. So, yeah. also break it. Those guys those new lights. Oh yeah, these are our new lights behind us. Uh, yeah. Looking good. Looking good. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, I found out I could throat sing on accident, which was fun. Uh, that's, that's, that's me actually throat singing on the album, uh, Transmutation. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I was actually, it's because I like, I sang in the band Black Heron for like a year and a half, and I was like trying out a bunch of vocal techniques and like, like running my, you know, trying to keep my throat really strong and active. And I remember trying throat singing a couple times and being like, you know, oh man, I don't get it. Like there's something <laughs> really hard. Like this is harder than, than screaming my head off is harder than, I don't know. I don't need to do this. It's fine. And then like out of the blue, we're putting together uh, the album and Grant was like, dude, like what if we, what if we had like, I got an idea for like this throat singing bit on here. And I was like, sure man what like how are we gonna get it and he's like i think i'll just do it and i was like dude. and then he brings it back and it's done and it's got all this reverb and the layers and it sounds so i'm like how how did you do this he's like i don't know i just know how to do it like, so, so uh i i i yeah i did it like like three times and i just realized what it was and just leaned into it and you know it just effects are a thing and you know that's awesome. I don't know. I'm not going to get into it too much. I don't think <laughs> I have pneumonia right now or I demonstrate. <laughs> That's cool. Well, guys, I, I want to thank you so much for being on fans with bands. It's been awesome to talk with you. And I've just got uh, actually two uh, more questions. Sure. Uh, the first one is pineapple or no pineapple on pizza? I like them both. Yeah, it depends on the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, I'm, if I'm feeling you know, at all pineapple. happy jubilee, pineapple yeah. probably welcome, right? End of the day, yeah. yeah. It's all right, all right. Brittany, how about you? I agree. <laughs> you I agree? Know. You I have like to be pineapple? Yeah. I have to be pineapple. <laughs> gotcha. Like I just saw a video today on TikTok of someone putting pineapple in a mac and cheese bowl in Texas. Oh, and I don't know about that. you know what it was ham bacon ah. mac and cheese and pineapple and then they roasted it and it was beautiful that doesn't have the though. audacity of thinking about it i'll try it okay. <laughs> <laughs> it might not be too bad yeah uh jason how about you pineapple no pineapple ham and pineapple every day i love oh, it all right nice uh joel 
I'm a stoner, so just give me everything. It's like if there's pizza, there's pizza. Good. And Cody, <laughs> you, you can write in. <laughs> well, I'll I bet be, Cody I'm, agrees with me. Yeah, I bet you. I bet you he says yes. All right. Uh, the I other question. No, just I said. <laughs> the other question for you guys is: What's your favorite holiday movie? And is it Die Hard? Yes, it's, it's probably that. It's I was going to say Die Hard. Yeah. Uh, I've got a strong disdain for most uh, classic Christmas things. Um, they're objectively bad, right? Like they're actually bad stories with bad music and bad writing and everything. And everyone eats them up. And I, I'm sick of lying about it. Now Die Hard. Nightmare Die Hard. Christmas is cool. That's a fair one. <laughs> Even Die Hard super cheesy at the end of the day, you have to admit it, but it's still It's fun. also just not a Christmas it's movie. Still it's fun. a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dusty, how about, did, did, did you throw in? Oh, yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas was my automatic. All right. All right. Dusty out, had a good answer. Check out Murderville on Netflix. They had just released a Christmas special. I left my ass off on that like two nights ago. That's <laughs> definitely. Check that awesome. out. Awesome. <laughs> Shameless awesome. plug there. Fantastic. Uh, Brittany, how about you? Favorite holiday movie? Christmas Story. Oh, very nice. Because you're going to shoot your eye out, Ken. Yeah, it's a classic. Jason? I got to agree with Brittany. I've got the lamp. I've got the bunny suit. (laughs) (laughs) The bunny suit, yes. And and Joel? I was going to say the uh, third hair on Kumar. (laughs) (laughs) I take it all back. I take it all back. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Well, guys, thanks again for being on Fans with Bands. Looking forward to uh, actually getting to see you live sometime soon, hopefully. Oh, yeah. And awesome. uh, yeah. to the new music. So very cool. And uh, yeah. thanks again. Yeah, awesome. thank you, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, and thanks, everybody else, for joining. Really appreciate it. Bye, guys. Thanks, right. everyone. Yeah, it's been great, guys. Yeah, good one. Thanks to Dusty, Dan, Grant, Brittany, Jason, Joel, and Cody for joining me on this episode of Fans with Bands. Blood Rune Sigil is a new band on my radar, and I'm thankful for getting a chance to talk with them and their fans. Their new album, called Transmutation, is full of heavy psych rock riffs. They've got shows coming up and more music in the works. Stay tuned to their Facebook page for the latest info. See the show notes for all the details and links. These are tough times for everyone in the creative industries such as music. Your support of live streaming, purchasing music, and merchandise is critical. If you can help out your local artists, please do. If you are in the Michigan area, consider following the Playing in the Detroit Area Tonight Facebook page. It is a place for fans and bands to support each other and share our combined love of music. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get each and every episode of Fans with Bands. Spread the word by rating the show and leaving a comment. We want to hear what you think. You can keep in touch by following us on social media. This is a Life in Michigan production. Until next time, be well and kick out the jams. <laughs>